Get ready to hear something good about cannabis. Nurse Heather brings her eternal optimism and professional expertise to the stories of the day, discussing current topics and events, making life's lemons into sweet lemonade, and sharing a tall glass with guests, friends, and her listeners. CannabisRadio.com is happy to present Good News with Nurse Heather, the show infused with compassion and love. From high atop Mount Soldad in beautiful San Diego, California, 100 feet above sea level. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, our beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Cannabis Nurse Heather. Good news is good news, Kenny. Yes, it is. And we had an, an election that recently happened, and lots of exciting things happened with that, Nurse Heather, especially for the cannabis industry. We described previously the states that we've now added to either for medical or adult use or both. Yep. And we're just seeing more and more happening all the time. I just saw, I believe it was New Jersey that got it out of a committee for um, medical uh, or, you know, decriminalization of psilocybin mushrooms also. So as we talk about cannabis as our one true love, we're starting to have another true love and recognize all of the beautiful plants that are amazing for medical use. Well, are you ready for me to tease you a little? Tease me, tease me. Can you handle it? Tease me, please are you me. Sure. <laughs> well, we just announced two days ago that the MORE Act will be taken up by the House of Representatives in what they call the lame duck session. So the lame duck session occurs after elections occur, but before the new uh, representatives or senators are sworn in. So that's called the lame duck session. And they announced to the U.S. House of Representatives will take up the MORE Act. And so the MORE Act, as all of our listeners I'm sure know, is the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. Yay, now that is some good news, Kenny. And you can say anything and everything about it. And there's a lot of details involved in it, but more or less it removes cannabis from schedule one. And we've been speaking about that for as long as I've known that cannabis prohibition was an issue. And so I know there's been a lot of people fighting to have cannabis descheduled, get it off of the schedule one, doesn't belong there. We know that medically, we know that sensibly, we know that as humanity. Um, so this is really great news. And I hope that it makes it all the way through the house, all the way through the Senate and actually becomes something that we can say, we did it here in the USA. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, because we obviously have to worry about the US Senate, but our friends in Georgia could make that a lot easier with a couple of blue senators coming out of that state, which would put us in a position to get it you know, enacted because it has to be passed by the House, and then it has to be passed by the Senate, and then it has to be signed by President Biden. Well, and I'd love to remind everyone that it doesn't matter what color, creed, sexuality, or political party you're from. Everyone, everyone has an endocannabinoid system. And so this plant is not, it, it goes across the board and uh, we'll, we'll get there, Kenny. This, this plant's going to teach us a lot about how to be better humans in the future. Well, and a lot of your followers, Nurse Heather, because you are adored around the world as the 
princess of pot or other names that are associated with you, but you know, everybody knows you, let's face it, and they follow you. And a lot of our followers are what I call the pioneers in the cannabis industry. You know, those who actually had to skirt the law, so to speak, uh, to use that term mildly, in order to make sure that we develop cannabis into something that's available for all of the people who need it. Well, and this is the 50 year anniversary of the uh, Controlled Substances Act. But I always like to say that we we all stand on the shoulders of giants. And really one of those giants, as it's been 50 years that cannabis has been a Schedule One drug, uh, this is also the 50th anniversary of Normal, which is an organization that started up right as cannabis had become a Schedule One, and they've been fighting the good fight for 50 years. So we want to give a big celebration to them, and uh, the MORE Act would be good news for normal as well. Oh, you're just a beautiful flower vase of beautiful flower information. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, you know, Kenny, we've we've got a. I, I know how much you love nurses, Kenny. And I also know how much you love strong and determined individuals. And I also know that you love and appreciate creative, beautiful, and brilliant women. And so today we have all of that wrapped up in one with our amazing guest, Lisa Hedin, who you're going to, you're going to, Give us a little background on who she is, but I'll my give, heart goes pitter patter with all of this. <laughs> I mean, but I'm going to give you a little a little insight. She's uh, she's a beauty queen, so take it away, Kenny. Well, and I kind of already knew that. You'll hear from the quality and tone of her voice, the beauty both exterior and interior. I knew you were going to say that. And so I'm introducing Lisa Hedin, who's the founder and CEO of the Training Academy for Medical Cannabis. When medical cannabis and CBD started becoming more prevalent in the United States, she realized that there was a lack of education in the medical community. Lisa spent most of her 25-year nursing career as an educator, and she's recently, recently been awarded Clinical Educator of the Year at a global meeting in Las Vegas. Lisa is the former Ms. North Carolina and Ms. USA. She was awarded the Woman, Women of Distinction by the Miss America pageant system. That award was based on humanitarian effort and intelligence with her platform for kidney disease awareness. She plans on doing that with cannabis and what the plant has to offer. Without further ado, drum roll, Lisa, Lisa Hedy. Thank you for that introduction. I don't know what to say. I'm actually speechless right now, and that doesn't uh, happen very often. So. Well, you can't go speechless yet. We need you for another 20 minutes or so. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you catch your breath while I also add to that wonderful um, biography of you, Lisa, that um, Lisa was a tw or is a 2020 Cannabis Nurses Network Speakers Bureau member. Uh, she spoke during a revolution in healthcare uh, program, and her topic was on supporting patient empowerment. And we're so grateful to have her here with us today. Um, Lisa, why did you decide to take the leap into cannabis nursing? Well, about that's probably seven years now. Uh, when I started studying cannabis, it was truly, well, I invested in it first. I invested in a medical marijuana 
uh, warehouse up in Maine. And that's how it was purely financial um, that I was getting into the cannabis industry. I just thought this was where the country was going. I just had a vision uh, through medicine. This is where we were going to, this is where we needed to go. So it was purely financial at the beginning, but when I started deep diving into the research of cannabis and the history of cannabis, how it became illegal, that is, you know, a lot of people don't understand that yet on, on truly the history and what's been hidden from us and what was how we were brainwashed for the last 70, 80 years. And when I started diving into that, I got really, really angry. And the reason being is because I have lost most of my family members at a very young age. They were from disease processes where I know cannabis would have helped them. My parents died in their 50s and my mom was 60, but my dad died at 52. He was on some, some very potent drugs for his rheumatoid arthritis that killed his organs. If this plant was available to him, I know he would, would still be alive today not alive, he would had would have had a better quality of life. And my mom was a was a victim of um, steroid use when, when prednisone first came out. And you know that was the that was the cure all for everything when that first came out. Well they couldn't get her off the prednisone because the doctor had her on it for so long and her organs and her bones were starting to crush and her organ her her organs were becoming very, very thin. And so her intestines um, uh, burst because of the prednisone and she died of uh, septicemia. So, you know, it angers me because had my parents had the choice of using cannabis, they would have still probably still be alive. I had a cousin that died. He had a seizure while he was driving and, you know, none of his meds worked for him. And it's, if cannabis was available to him, he possibly would still be here. So, um, you know, it, it, that fuels my passion because I can't have other family members not have, or I can't have other family members pass away, the ones that I have left, but other people that have family members that, that would truly benefit from this plant and they don't have to be a victim of pharmaceutical medications or uh, not having the choice, at least give them the choice to use it. And that's really what we were talking about during the revolution in healthcare program was, you know, this support for patient empowerment. And the beautiful thing about cannabis is that it's, it empowers patients to be able to take control of their own health and to help them uh, not need to use as many pharmaceuticals or to help them really be able to, um, you know, take control of that homeostatic nature and use as much cannabis as they need when they need it, um, rather than be on the, you know, one pill, one pill three times a day regimen. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And it, 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 it comes from education from the medical community as well. Absolutely. And, 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 and I can't... More I was just going to say, I can't wait to um, have you tell our listeners about what you're doing to help educate the medical community. But before we do, I'm going to introduce our sponsors in a short break, and then we'll be back with good news with Nurse Heather and our very exceptional special guest, Lisa Hedin. Good news with Nurse Heather will return. But first, let's show some love to our sponsors. 
celebrate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners. We've been talking to a wonderful nurse educator who's been describing her experience in cannabis. And Nurse Heather, take it away. Well, Lisa, I, I know that you are a cannabis nurse educator and that you've actually won awards as a nurse educator, not in the cannabis part. Um, But you have created, you are the CEO and founder of the Training Academy for Medical Cannabis. And I would love for you to express to our listeners um, how that has gone for you and what it is that you do. So uh, back when I was researching medical cannabis and realizing that the medical community really has no idea about the endocannabinoid system or the receptor sites and what different cannabinoids can help with different disease processes, I really switched my gear from the medical marijuana warehouse that I had up in Maine to really focus on educating medical professionals. You know, nurses are the most trusted profession that was voted last year. And what better profession to start moving this movement even more forward than nurses? Because we're trusted. So my goal and my vision is to get to as many nurses as possible to educate them in a way where they learn the correct history, where they learn the correct laws, they learn what the position statement is for the American Nurses Association. They learn what the state boards of nursing uh, recommendations are. Everybody's very surprised that the state board of nurses has recommendations for us to learn about medical cannabis. So I, started a training academy. And what I do is I offer a certificate program, a medical cannabis nurse certificate program. It's a weekend course. And we go through, uh, it was a peer reviewed, it's for seven credits. And we go through history, um, uh, uh, various dosing methods, uh, all the various different cannabinoids and terpenoids that are out there. We talk about the plant, we talk about the growing process about the laws and the scope of practice for nurses because you know still it's federally illegal at a federal level so we go through all that and they are able to obtain their medical cannabis nurse certificate and i went beyond that because there's a lot of nurses now that want more options in starting their own businesses you know especially with this covid thing that's going on i mean people are getting burned out on the front lines know, and and they're working in hospitals and, you know, you're seeing more and more entrepreneurs out there as nurses. But the thing that we don't have as nurses is a business sense. So I have created a complete mastermind program where we work with nurses, not only just on medical cannabis, but also on the consulting portion of it, setting up your LLC, 
uh, branding, coming up with a logo, coming up with a name, developing a website so that they can start taking on clients and helping them get on the proper cannabinoids for their various disease processes. There is such a gap from the patient getting their medical marijuana card to walking into the dispensary. And, you know, it depends on the state, obviously, as you know, it varies on if there's a a pharmacy uh, person on site or not, but there's there's just a, a big knowledge gap for that person that's getting that medical cannabis card and walking into a dispensary and they get very overwhelmed walking into a dispensary. Some of it has to do with the brainwashing that we have been subjected to for the last 70 years. And some of them feel like they're walking into a speakeasy when it's even legal in their state. So, you know, that nurse comes in to the picture for them and puts the whole picture together with their disease process, their lifestyle, when should they take it, what's what's the right dosing uh, recommendation, uh, dosing method for them. And they walk into that dispensary a little more confident and getting on the right program. So um, you're in North Carolina, that's right. Right, Lisa? Okay. So what does the cannabis access look like in North Carolina? None. It's illegal. Everything's illegal here in uh, North Carolina. In fact, I heard our, well, I'm not going to say what I heard about our, what the governor wants to do about hemp, but um, we are we are completely illegal, but I live in a compact state. And so I consult virtually in my compact states. Yeah, good. And uh, what, are you taking any advocacy action to help move things along or get people educated in North Carolina that can start making some political changes? Yes, actually, uh, we have a senator that just uh, introduced a bill for medical cannabis. So, and two other nurses took my class that live in North Carolina. So, you know, power in numbers. We want to band together and meet with the legislators to truly get us on the right track here in North Carolina. And uh, so that, that's our work that we're gonna do here. I am friends with some county commissioners that I'm gonna be meeting with very shortly um, to help me gain access to the people that are the decision makers here in North Carolina. But yes, strong advocacy through my course as well. I encourage my nurses to really get involved in their states and their process uh, of legalizing medical cannabis um, and and ensuring that nurses are involved in the process. Yeah, and you know, cannabis nursing is is an it's a whole new world all into itself, and and unless people really kind of go through it and experience what it means to uh, enter the cannabis nursing space and to try and thrive in that space. Um, you, you just don't know till you get there because it's a journey, you know, it's, it's right. beautiful. Um, maybe you can share with our listeners what challenges you faced in the cannabis nursing space and how you are overcoming those challenges. That is a good question because and it's, it's coming at the right time that you're asking me this question. So I have been, re- I recently spoke at a medical conference. A few hundred nurses attended that conference virtually. And it was, it was, they were all non-cannabis nurses and it was purely medical. And I spoke and I got a lot of good feedback. In fact, there was one nurse that, that 
I ran into, she didn't know that I was the speaker actually. And she said, I attended this conference virtually and there was a nurse that spoke about cannabis and it was the best talk of that entire conference. And I said, that was me, that was me that spoke that. She goes, oh my gosh, she goes, you taught us so much. She goes, I had no idea. So I'm really good about myself. I was like, okay, you know, and some of the comments that I read, it was very good feedback. The president of the association was very complimentary. Then I got to read the comments from all the nurses that were there. And it took me back a little bit because um, I would say 95% was good feedback. But you know, us as humans, we always look at the negative and that's what we focus on, right? So there were just a lot, there was comments there like clearly she's sensing cannabis. She used a lot of eyes and me's in her presentation and clearly she should be turned into the state board of nursing because she's practicing outside her scope of practice. And you know, cannabis is federally illegal. And that really took me back a little bit. But then I had to think about this. I mean, that was that was, you know, two or three people that were saying that out of hundreds were there. <laughs> but that's what I focused on. And you know, you have to have thick skin in this industry. You really do. We, you know, Heather, you are the pioneer of this. We're following you, obviously. And I can't imagine what you've gone through from the beginning. But I, I have leather thick skin. Now I'm getting there. Okay. <laughs> I had to step back and say, they really didn't. They were, they were not open minded enough yet to hear this. You know, I was so happy that I was asked to speak at this medical conference that, that they're ready to hear me. They're ready to, to learn about this. And those few nurses that did listen, they just weren't ready for it. And they clearly didn't listen to what I read as a scope of practice and that I'm not dispensing, I'm educating and advocating. And so, you you know, those are the challenges. You, you have to be prepared to take that type of criticism, but you have to step back and look within yourself and say, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm just passionate and I'm trained and I'm teaching people what this cannabis can plant and do. And it's truly them that just were not ready to hear it yet. Yeah, it's it's interesting. People have asked me in the past, like, what has been your biggest challenge as a cannabis nurse? And for me, it's always the same answer. Um, and it's that stigma, you know, stigma mm-hmm. runs so deep against plant medicine, alternative medicine, complementary medicine um, within the Western um, healthcare system. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, on our next segment, I know we have to go to a break here in just a moment, but I would really like to talk about, you know, the future of healthcare and the revolutionary changes that need to occur and how plant medicine can be part of that revolution. I think we're going to see, you know, we'll be putting out the proof now of once something like the MORE Act passes and is signed into law, you know, how many more obstacles are out there, whether it's corporates, you know, or the pharmaceutical industrial complex or the medical industrial complex. You know, they've always claimed that the barriers is the federal illegality. Let's see what happens when it becomes legal, right? Yeah. But dear listeners, we are coming to you now with some messages from our sponsors who are lovely and beautiful people in their own right. So please take a listen. And Nurse Heather will be back with our beautiful guest, Lisa Hadid, in just a minute. Good News with Nurse Heather will return, but first, let's show some love to our sponsors. 
Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Nurse Heather is back to spread some more good news only on cannabisradio.com. We're back, beautiful listeners. This is Good News with Nurse Heather. Ah, yes, Kenny. So we were you know, in our last segment, we were talking about some of the challenges of having plant medicine reemerging into uh, the healthcare system. And we are big, big proponents of revolutionizing healthcare, aren't we, Ken? Oh, yes, we are. Absolutely. And I think, you know, Nurse Heather, in your illustrious career, even though you're a very young woman, I mean, the amount that you've accomplished in a short period of time, and I think you almost single-handedly, candidly, did the revolution in healthcare, of course, with the help of Lisa, our guest. Yes, and no one person is doing it. I've said it before, I'll say it again. We all, all stand on the shoulders of giants, those who came before us and have been fighting this good fight. And I intend to, as you know, speaking for myself, I intend to see this thing through. And I know you do too. Well, and nurses are the perfect delivery. They're, they're perfect messengers for it. I mean, this is what they do. They're fundamentally educators, they're healers, and they're with the patient. And we know that this is a medication that requires its self-titrating. And so it requires the the nurse working with the patient to develop the appropriate protocols and the dosages and the various sort of things like that. So it's, it's really in the nurse's wheelhouse. And as Lisa mentioned before, not just this last year, but I think for the last almost 18 years running, nurses have been the most trusted profession year after year by the Gallup surveys. Yeah, no, it's amazing. And nursing really is a calling. Um, when you look at even the history of nursing, um, even back to, you know, the old school healers, and, and we always have used nature to be our nurse and to help us heal humanity. And I believe that I've said it before, I'll say it again, that the ways of the past must be the ways for the future as we lead in this and usher in this revolution in healthcare. And so with that, Lisa, I wanted to ask you, what revolutionary changes would you like to see for the future of healthcare? Well, what I would truly like to see is that cannabis is a choice of medicine and hospitals. I would like to see a cannabis program be put in every legal state right now in hospitals. I think a cannabis nurse, should, that should be a full-time job educating uh, the facility and staying on top of the research and presenting it, presenting it to the physicians. And so I would like to see that in every hospital. Uh, I know I'm doing my part and getting, and I'm writing a new curriculum going into hospitals and teaching nurses, not nurses to be consultants. 
uh, not to promote for my mastermind class or anything like that. This is just truly getting into the hospitals, having a, a, a peer reviewed curriculum with credits and being a guest speaker into these hospitals and teaching the medical staff what cannabis medicine is. Because I travel around the country now with my job and with my, and I, I specialize in kidney disease also, not just cannabis. And I travel around the country now and I'm in various hospitals and no one knows the endocannabinoid system. When I asked it, they, they have no idea what I'm speaking about. So we need to start with the ground floor here in the hospitals. So that's my net, that's my 2021 mission. Not only will I be still teach my my cannabis nurse mastermind course, but I'm going to focus on hospitals as well. Well, we had the nurse Heather and the cannabis nurse network advocated for California Senate Bill 305 that I think you've heard about. Mm -hmm. But we ended up getting uh, unanimous approval by the state Senate. Every Republican, every Democrat, every Independent. We got unanimous unanimous approval from the California Assembly, 77 to zero, and the governor vetoed it. And that would have allowed hospitals, required hospitals to allow safe access for cannabis uh, to be used by patients who are in hospice. So we almost got there. It's going to be reintroduced in 2021. So maybe we'll get you out here, travel out to California, get you doing some of that advocacy. And I'd love maybe to. We'll get, we'll get California at least to have some, some even limited, but some access to our hospitals. Well, and, and I say, you know, since he vetoed it, um, we have a chance to take another whack at it. And I'd like to take out the whole part that says just for hospice or end of life care. I would like to see the hospitals allowing all patients yeah. that are inpatient to be able to have access and to like, that. And like I said, it was the hospital lobby that came in at the end and got him to veto it. You know, I'm sure they're big contributors, but let's see now when the MORE Act passes and we get the federal legalization right. in place, Let's see if their posture, you know, changes. Hopefully, you know, it will. Right. Right. And I and I also think, I mean, we're in a paradigm shift right now, and I feel it. I really feel it in this country as far as uh, uh, medical professionals go. You know, as more and more states legalize, I I, I, I truly think it's going to be more accepted, but we're, we're not there yet. <laughs> we have a lot of work to do. And, you know, and, and my nurses, the, the ones that have taken my course, they are out there on the ground doing such incredible work with with getting it, getting all the education out there to their coworkers and into the, to the facilities that are around them, speaking to doctors, they're knocking on their doors. So, you know, boots on the ground. We got we got to get this done, and uh, we have to get our at least if it's not for us, it'll be for our children. To have a better way of life. Yes, yes. And speaking of children, I know we're about to wrap up. It's been so wonderful to have you, Lisa. Thank you. Um, I know that your son flies airplanes, and that yes. just uh, is amazing. When I see images of you. Uh, you know, taking pictures of your son flying airplanes. He's and I flying know that, before he's driving. So isn't, isn't <laughs> that 16. great? <laughs> That's wonderful. And you also have a cat. We want to give a shout out to your cat who uh, makes appearances within all of your educational programming. Yes, he does. Mason, he sits right at my computer on my desk and watches me while I teach the whole time. And he holds my hand with his paw. <laughs> So exciting to hear from you today, Lisa. Dear friends, this is the conclusion of Good News with Nurse Heather. Please catch our show with our wonderful guests, 
uh, on CannabisRadio.com, Amazon Music, Apple, iHeart, and just about anywhere where a decent uh, media company is providing our podcasts. This is Canna Kenny saying goodbye for now. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.